You are listening to the Next Play Podcast, the playbook for high-performing leaders who want to exceed their full potential. From walking on the Ole Miss football team at 5'7", 150 pounds and earning a full D1 scholarship to coaching thousands around the world and working with massive organizations like IBM, I've learned countless lessons that I'll be sharing right here with you. Join me as I interview some of the most successful people so you too can learn how to focus on always moving forward by deciding, planning, and executing on the next play relentlessly. All right, what's going on? This is Richie Contartesi with another episode of Seven Figure Commissions where we work directly and speak, excuse me, directly with agency owners and uh, business owners that want to take their business to the next level, want to implement sales leadership into their organizations, bring on new agents, grow their agency. And today we have uh, agency owner Pear and his son, Nicholas, who have uh, built an extraordinary agency over the past 10 years. And I want to start, start with Pear for a second. They've both done some really cool things in business and also outside of, but he's been in the industry for 37 years originally moved uh, from Sweden on a swimming scholarship and uh, attended Drury University after being a, a part uh, uh, recruited to be a part of the NCAA swim team. Insurance fell into his lap because that's what you do if you're an athlete and you're not sure of what to do <laughs> after you graduated from college. And he's stuck with it ever since. But that's awesome. 37 years in the industry and 10 years owning his own agency. Nicholas says, has uh, uh, been there for seven years in the industry, originally thought about going into the healthcare field, but after being introduced to insurance with the family business, decided to stick with it. He was also a scholarship swim athlete at the University of Minnesota. So, Pear, Nicholas, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So, walk me through it. How did you start this agency? I'm pretty much from scratch. I was with another agency for 27 years. And then uh, one day we decided, me and my wife, that uh, we're going to try to start something on our own because it was uh, uh, it was time. And, you know, we, we thought about it for a while and uh, decided to just start it. And we started from scratch. I, I, was, I didn't have a non-compete, but I couldn't take any of my files and clients with me. So... Uh, uh, on this, on January 1st of 2013, we opened the office and the rest is history, as it says, and we just build it up uh, one policy by one policy. Yeah, for sure. What, why though? What was the, what was the, what was your why? Like why go out on your own and start your own agency? Oh, I um, asked the agency owner before what he was going to do when he retired and then give really got an answer. And then I thought, okay, I might not be in the future for this. And um, there was also some other family members might come into the business as well as, uh, so, and then we decided, okay, now it's now and ever. I was uh, 54 years old at that time and with two kids in college and one in high school and it was now and ever. So that was pretty much the driving force. And, and my wife was been very supportive too. And she's also part of the agency as the, Chief financial officer and and um, office manager, and she takes care of all the all the back, you know, the commissions and paying the the carriers and everything else. So she, you know, uh, I was I'm never been really a uh, uh, risk taker 
in that sense, but she kind of pushed me to it in a way, and it was great to work together. And then you know, we were fortunate we were able to get hold of the companies that we could work with. And with my experience and everything, it, uh, it, was, uh, it was exciting, but kind of scary at the same time. Uh, mm -hmm. I call it a different stress because the stress is there that you, you know, all we want to do in the beginning was just pay the bills and have maybe a little money left at the end. So, and mm -hmm. uh, we were very blessed the first year that uh, about 70% uh, of the business I had before followed me uh, in, you know, by uh, me calling, uh, remembering clients, calling, looking at the internet and, uh, you know, who can I call? And then also they looked for me with an unusual name like Pear and the last name Brink and I've been in the community so long, so a lot of my former clients found us, and we also got some new clients. And uh, um, Vicky set up everything on all the you know, Facebook, and you know, set up all the internet stuff, so people can find us either anywhere they they look, they could find us, so to say. But uh, we were very blessed the first first year or two in in regard to bringing in new business and and keep growing, and we had very good support by the companies uh, with training, and you know, we had a we had a uh, agency management system that was uh, uh, was good back then when we were smaller, and um, so it was great. I mean, it was just one of those deals that kind of uh, we want to do something for ourselves, for our family, and uh, uh, you know, go from there. I mean, it was just it was just an opportunity, and it was time. It was now and never, so to say. <laughs> yeah. So how did you go about getting the agency to where it is today? Like, what were some of the key things that you did? in the beginning that really set you up for success 40 uh, more than 40 hour weeks no it was working hard i think you know working hard go up and talk to people uh, contact contact and contact people i knew from the, in the past and you know try to write down prior clients that i had and contact them and telling them okay this is what we're doing right now i'd like for you to you know move your business to me if you want to on an agent letter record or bor or if not, that's fine too. And then uh, we, you know, I was at different events. I belonged to a couple of different, was a referral group or two back then too, and some other organizations. And um, I mean, hard work. I mean, all I can say is hard work. That was all it is. I mean, we were here to not eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night sometimes, just try to prospect during the day and write policy during the day and do the book work and all the, the uh, back office work at night. Nice. And so, and Nicholas, you can join in on this too. Um, by the way, what's going on? Glad to have How's you it going? As well. <laughs> um, you know, as it, as it goes to prospecting a lot like that, that is a big, you know, part of the game. So, you know, what's been your bread and brother butter when it comes to prospecting? Do you generally generate leads from buying them? Is it, is it only referrals? Do you, run ads like what's been your acquisition process that's led to such big success nicholas you can talk about that sure um so i mean you know just given you know my dad's extensive history and in insurance in the area uh he's built up a pretty pretty good reputation and uh a large driving force is going to be referrals um we do get a lot of referrals it could be from you know other agents in town you know on the commercial side maybe they can't do something or they don't write commercials so they send current customers over to us uh it could be um maybe it's a captive agency and and we've developed a relationship with them and maybe rates are going up so they refer them over to us and then we've done a few marketing campaigns um 
as far as uh, I've got a system set up uh, and a couple of lead sources. It could be car dealerships, real estate agents, bankers, et cetera, where uh, I can send out information to them or they refer them over to us. Um, and then we do some cold, I've done some cold leads. Uh, my dad here, he hasn't really had to do that in a while, but as far as myself, you know, still being pretty new in the industry, as far as, you know, uh, you know, less than 10 years, um, I've got, I use Zywave. Um, Zywave's got a great um, program where you can go in there, you can prospect, shows you maybe current policy information when the expiration dates are, et cetera. So uh, there's there's just an abundance of resources, um, but I would say a majority of the prospecting is going to be word of mouth and, and referrals. Um, Springfield, you know, it's a little less than 200,000 people, I believe, and it's a pretty small but big community at the same time, and people like to stay local, and word of mouth spreads pretty fast. Um, I mean, we've, you know, even just this morning had several people call, Hey, I was referred to you by so-and-so. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I think the general consensus, if they're referred to you, you're, there's a good percentage you're going to, you're going to end up writing the business. Um, and then it ends up growing. Um, we've had a few that have started small and they've grown over the years. And that's really been the biggest driving force as far as, uh, resources for running business. I'm losing you here a little bit. Um, Perry, did you were you able to hear that as well? No, I couldn't hear the last part. Was I can hear? Yeah. Yeah. Did you you say the last part one more time? Yeah, it got got a little choppy there. I think you're back. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. The uh, I was I was saying the you know like really the number one driving force is gonna be referrals, Um, and then number two. It's going to be uh, kind of community outreach, you know, getting to know people out in the community just by simply shaking hands. Uh, conversation gets started. And then number three is going to be the, the cold selling, cold calling. Got it. So when it comes to like where you can actually bring on new clients, is it are you only focused on Springfield or can you go outside of that? No, we licensed in about four or five states around us. So we have clients in Oklahoma, Arkansas uh texas uh i mean all state of missouri too i you know uh, so i mean we do, this is not just springfield but uh you know fortunately like nicholas said we've been very fortunate here in this area to have a good reputation with our name and you know what we try to do with customer service and getting quotes back quickly and things like that but we do we do in different states too because we have some commercial clients that have offices in other states as well and if we see some need, we usually add another state to it because we've seen that especially when Nicholas kind of contacts too. Because, uh, you know, somebody calls from another state or having an office in another state, we add that state to the, uh, to the um, you know, the license. Uh, if it's feasible, you know, it's uh, economical feasible too. So, but, uh, so we know, you know, it's more, it's more than Springfield, more than Springfield for sure. Got it. Okay. And so, so I love that. So what's the, what's the goal for, for you moving forward? Like what's, um, been doing this for 10 years, you're, you're continuing to grow. What's the future hold? Now we like to grow and add in some more agents and CSR new agents. And, uh, you know, for the future, I mean, this is a family business. I mean, so again, you know, Nicholas is going to have to lead that in the future. And I want to stand back and teach and, you know, use my knowledge to, to grow the agency and, we've been talking about excuse me a lot lately that adding you know agents and csr and grow it to the next level i mean at this point we actually me and nicholas talked about this morning we are almost tapped out so to say what we can do every day and we kind of 
have to pick and choose a little bit here, which is a good problem to have. But, uh, you know, going to the next level, we need to add some producers and CSRs and, um, you know, and look at different models. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listened to yours a couple of times now since Nicholas, you know, mentioned your name last week. And, you know, it's, it's a, you know, you hire somebody, do you do virtual, do you do all this other stuff? And I, my personal thinks you should have somebody in your office because it makes it easier to work with. But yeah, we have one virtual person right now and it's not that hard, but that's, uh, you know, you have a lot of choices anymore. When I started this, you know, 37 years ago, you had the quote apps by manually written them in and all this and waiting for a quote back, you know, you know, everything was in an office and, but you didn't have as many choices as you have right now with all the different uh, programs you can do and, you know, things like that. And we are, we, we invested in a big agency, agency management system a couple of years ago. And because the one we had wasn't big enough to, so we said, we want to make life simple. And we want to let make the agency more streamlined so everything is more simple and uh, we can do what we want to do with uh, less touches, so to say, and using the insurance language for on the policy or with the policyholders. Got it. Okay. So you've implemented the the system a few years ago and now you're you're at a point where you're like, hey, we're kind of tapped out. It's time for us to to add some agents to the, to the mix. So, so Nicholas, so are you, or how, how are you going to do like head this? Are you going to be the one kind of leading that charge? I know Perry, you kind of said that you want Nicholas to do, what does that look like? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be one of those things where it's, it's tough. I mean, in this industry, there's not a lot of, I mean, we, we tried to take advantage during COVID um, a little bit to try to see, you know, maybe if someone was, laid off in one industry and wanted to move over into this industry that had customer service or sales experience. Um, and it, it, it kind of got off on the right foot. And then towards the end, it kind of fizzled out. It just, you know, it was a challenge. We've talked to a lot of other agents too, or agency owners, and they've had the same issue. You know, it's just kind of, the problem is getting quality candidates and someone that you can trust and be patient with. And that's willing to be patient because it takes, you know, two years or so to really kind of put your foot down and, develop your reputation and get a good book of business behind you and start getting the renewals in that you can supplement with the new business. Um, and so really it's, it's going to be a matter of, do we go with someone who's fresh out of college and wants to get into sales and maybe, you know, majored in risk management or some sort of business? Um, is it going to be someone who's in another sales field that now wants to come over into insurance? Is it someone who maybe is a captive agent and they feel a little bit limited or captive uh to what they one one product to offer versus a multitude of various products um so you know i think for probably what i'm kind of leaning towards is maybe someone who's got some experience but might want to be step out into the independent side of things uh that way so it'd be you know a current agent maybe and it could be you know a simple conversation out in public where you meet them and they mention, Hey, I'm an insurance agent for this company. Um, and then you just kind of say, well, Hey, if you ever want to step in the independent side, here's my card sort of thing. But, uh, we've used a multitude of resources, indeed, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, et cetera. And it might be one of those things where I'll just have to step out there and, and recruit and just kind of be in somebody's ear and say, Hey, why don't you come, you know, work with us? We've got great opportunities. We've got lots of benefits. Uh, it's family-owned business. We're local um, and it, we're flexible. So, it. Uh, I think. I think for me, it's probably going to start with the recruiting um, and and maybe doing some job postings. But it's 
you know, if you're trying to find somebody, I think you kind of have to look rather than just them find you. Cause I think your chances of finding someone that you want to be a part of your team, uh, you kind of have to approach them, um, and, and get out there and, and, and see, see if they fit the mold rather than someone coming to you and, uh, trying to adapt. Um, it's just, it's kind of like, you know, you mentioned at the top of the show, uh, it was an athlete got recruited to swim somewhere and it's kind of the same thing, you know, coaches and recruiters go after you. And I think that's probably going to have to be the same approach that I have towards adding yeah. people to this agency. And, and I think it will go both ways, Nicholas. And, and one thing I would say to you is you've got this agency for 10 years. And so <laughs> you have an opportunity to come in the door and be a part of something that's been around for a while you got an agency owner that's been doing this for 37 years. We got systems and we got processes in place. What you have in front of you right now is a great opportunity for people. And so how we sell that opportunity and how you sell that opportunity is the name of the game. So just so you know, for this podcast, we have a, a private Facebook group with almost about seven. I think we're over 7,000 insurance agents and agency owners inside of it. So hopefully we'll get you some nice exposure there. Um <laughs> But as far as like how you plan on bringing people on, do you, um, because you are not captive, are you going to, if, if someone wants to come into the game, I want to get you some exposure here. Mm -hmm. um, do you, uh, what does that look like? Is it, is it a hundred percent commission? Is it, do you need them to be in the office? Like what, what does that look like? So the conversations that we have, we even had one this morning, it's, you know, with sales, it's all going to obviously depend on their experience. So if it's someone fresh into the game, you know, you're going to have to start with some sort of salary structure. I mean, they're, you know, they're not going to come in here and, and uh, start from nothing and expect to be, you know, especially if they have a family or they're, you know, they're, you know, right. you, you know, you, you got to take all that stuff in consideration. So a lot of the times you'll probably be looking at a salary structure and then maybe some sort of commission structure on top of that. Um, because like I said, it, it takes some time to get into it. I mean, you have to be patient, you have to be resilient, you have to, work hard in order to kind of build that book of business because once those renewals start coming in it makes makes all the difference right so um i think it would definitely have to be a salary commission structure um and then it's obviously all negotiable depending on level of experience where they're at in their career if it's someone who's coming in that's got current experience maybe they can get out there and sell 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 and build that book up quickly and it's worth having a better commission than you know salary so it with someone who's going to be selling, it's all probably going to be negotiable as far as what, what are you looking for? What, how, how do you feel like, uh, you know, this line of work will fit what you're trying to do? Where do you want to start? Where do you want to, where do you want to end? And obviously if it's going to be like some support staff, I mean, that's going to be salary based, but as far as a salesperson, we probably drive for more of the commission. Um, I think as far as the incentive to work, uh, commission is a huge thing. Um, the more you sell, the more you make, right? It's an endless pit. Uh, you can, yeah. you can make as little as you want. You can make as much as you want. Uh, and that's another thing too, is, you know, we're not going to limit somebody on, you know, say, okay, well, you only can make, you only can write so many policies a year. That's all we're paying you for. It's man, you go out there, you write business, you're rewarded for it. Um, that's, that's the way we want to approach it. Uh, we don't want to limit somebody by telling them what they can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're a general agency, so we don't, we don't just focus on one line of work versus the other. We open our book up to 
to anybody that wants to work with us and is willing to work with us or someone if you know if you want to go sell to that specific type of business you absolutely can if you want to look for this certain type of home you absolutely can write that certain type of home so we're we're not really we're going to take the top off as far as we're not going to say hey you can't can't do xyz uh it's going to be you want to sell you get in here and sell and we'll work with you on it we'll help you and we'll, we'll support you love that and we kind of prepare for this too we also set up a 401k we have that here we have health insurance and all that's because that's part of being competitive right now too in the in the industry i mean i mean especially in everybody's asking for health insurance and 401ks anymore so we we just implemented a 401k plan here and uh, we have health insurance dental insurance and we think that's going to be good for us too to recruit somebody because uh, it's important. I mean, it's very yeah, important. Benefits is a, is a great add-on. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people that don't offer that and that are just straight contractor, commission only, haven't been in business for 10 years, don't have sales systems in place, don't have leadership systems in place. And it sounds to me like you have a lot of that already in place. Yeah, and then we have also got really good report by all our major companies. And they have, uh, for example, Nicholas went through a, a uh, training commercial insurance with one of our companies and so we have that set up too that if somebody comes in we have a training course they can take through one of the some carriers and i mean several carriers have they have the same training pro i mean similar sales training programs and so we don't really have to i mean we will train here but we can also train you the more in-depth things and uh, most of the companies there as you probably know i mean it's it's related to their to their products at the end, but it's very generic in the beginning. So we're going to use those resources as well, which save us money and save, you know, save us time because time is money, so to say. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to do both sell and, and uh, train somebody, but, you know, we have to commit to that or to train somebody too. So, but right. uh, I, I think this especially benefit side is going to be important too, to, to generate some interest in our agency. Yeah, no, I love that. So, you know, if you're listening, hey, benefits, I like that. <laughs> uh, so so let's talk about, you, you know, you mentioned the training and that is important. And I can share with you on, on the front end that, you know, when when we talk about not only hiring and recruiting, but retaining this person, this individual long term training is is really good. And what we found from a leadership perspective that the agency owners that manage really well, coach really well, hold their team accountable really well, and train really well, hit all four of those core areas, really have the most success with their people. And so, you know, from from your perspective and moving forward, I, I want to talk just on the front end on the recruiting side, because you said you've tried a few different things, you've posted on different avenues. Where do you where, where do you feel like you've fallen the, the most? Where have you fallen short when it comes to taking a recruit through your pipeline so and just to give context to this one thing we talk a lot about and i'll share with you some of these podcasts after are agency owners not looking at recruiting exactly like you would sales so in sales you have a lead that comes in you take them through the pipeline right of like lead to connection to you made an offer or you provided a presentation to you know, through the pipeline, and it's the same thing with recruiting, right? How many applications did you get of those applications? How many turned into an interview? And then how many turned to a second interview? And then how many did you pitch your offer, which is benefits and all these things that you have to offer um, and to close? And so where do you feel like you're in your recruiting process that 
you've fallen the most short when it comes to bringing someone on? Hmm. I mean, as of right now, I mean, we haven't had we haven't had anybody in the office for a while because we, you know, be starting this process again. But I, I think, you know, the, the first thing would was the training part of it. You know, how do we do what? How do we define what the person should do and all this? But we are putting in, you know, that into, you know, writing here to what's your, you know, what's your uh, position going to entail to do and all that. I mean, because we're in family, we do everything, you know, uh, yeah. from being janitor to selling, you know, you, when it's family business, you do everything. So I think mm-hmm. that one was just, we, we fall short, like, you know, how do we, you know, set the position, you know, what, what do we re- expect of that position? Uh, Cause like, like I said, we do everything here now, you know, uh, me and Nicholas, you know, selling and we put in things in the management systems and, you know, so that, I mean, I think that's the, the part we have to, you know, really think about how, how we can present this and sell it, so to say, that this is the position, this is what you would expect out of you. Mm, okay. Uh, so, so, so at this point, really, there's no specific role and responsibility, expectations for that role and responsibility, right. training, um, not just sales training, but also training on your systems and your platform right. and the things. Okay. But did you have you already like posted jobs and stuff like that already? We haven't for a while, but you know we you know we did for a while, but then you know COVID happened and like Nicholas said, we got some things and then you know at, when after COVID happened, we had a CSR that the quit on us here. We said, okay, let's see what happened with COVID, you know, because nobody knew what's going to happen. For sure. And then totally. and then we kind of wrote been writing with. I mean, we expanded our agency grew while doing COVID like crazy on personal lines, but. You know, so now we have kind of, you know, simplified some stuff. So we were able to handle this until this point. And now we were like, okay, now what was the next step, you know, to, to get to the next level, so to say. And uh, so we, in the last couple of weeks, we've been discussing this a lot. You know, how do we get to the next step and how do we train and all this and put, putting together procedures? You know, what, what positions do we want? What do we, you know, how are we going to train him? How are we going to do this? And to reach the end goal, so to say. So, um, I mean, uh, yeah, we took a break for a while there for hiring somebody, looking for the somebody, but now it's time to start doing it again. And, uh, and we, we talked to a couple of people, you know, uh, that industry experience and, uh, you know, they ask a lot of questions and we try to sell it on, you know, from what we do and what our companies can do. And, you know, and I think, you know, when you talk to a salesperson, they looking at, you know, is it any limitations for me? Am right. I going to be paid hourly or can I write as much as you can? Or can I only write in a certain part of the country or a certain part of the city? And, uh, you know, to sell that point, hey, you can do anything you want. And, uh, you know, we sell the agency and sell the, the uh, you know, customer support and, you know, customer service and, you know, sell, sell us that we, hey, we are, we're the place for you to stay with for a long time because, I did train a person for about a year and a half and then they decided we were too small and, you know, which is fine. It's perfectly fine. I understand everybody has this, is this place, but you know, I, I don't want to go through that again. I like to find somebody that can, you know, will stay for us for 37 years, you know, so to say. <laughs> right. Not everyone might have the commitment as you do, but that would be good. <laughs> hey, I can try, right? <laughs> oh, you have to. You have to. Yeah. Well, let me, you know, that person that left, let me ask you, their reason for leaving was because they didn't feel like the agency was big enough. 
that's what we kind of heard yeah and then that we didn't have he, he didn't he wanted to have more oh i'm gonna put it here i mean he he, he wanted to be a big agencies they can offer more you know in regard to maybe going to big conferences and do all this other stuff on the side and you know and uh, i mean the agency he went to is a big agency i mean big yeah. agency and i you know again i can only compete with what we can offer and and uh I mean, he's doing well. I'm pushing the best awesome. of luck, but uh, awesome. you know, it's one of those deals. I don't, you know, uh, th there's good things to talk about. I mean, small agencies are great, big agencies are great, but you know, again, it's just what you you want to do with your life, you know. And and uh, and I mean, also, you know, when you when you're in a, in a family business, you know, you have to realize this is a family business, and there's a certain culture in there too, mm -hmm. with uh, with family in there. So you have to be sure you fit in that as well. And that's yeah. what I think is going to be a challenge to finding somebody fit into our culture as a family, small family business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because did you, did you both agree that you want them in house or is remote okay? It depends. I mean, I like to have them in house and also we have some control over what's going on. Uh, I mean, but again, you know, you have to do outside sales in the beginning too and do cold calling and things. So, I mean, it, I'm open to both, but you know it has to be the right person because during COVID, I there was I talked to underwriters and talked to service customer service, and everything was from great to not so great. Yeah, and you have to have that mindset. If you can work at home, I have no problems with doing that. But you know, it has to be some kind of a checks and balances too. Got it. Okay. And so these these um, potential agents that you spoke with, I think you said there was like four or five recent. Is that right? Oh, we actually. Have, one really serious we talked to and then we you know we'd be talked to some uh, other yeah. you know like not so serious you know but one serious okay is that one still potentially going to happen or not sure <laughs> not yet because he worked with another company so <laughs> got it how'd you find him uh acquaint acquaintance okay got it questions Got it. Cool. So let me ask you this, and this might be a question for both of you for sure. Uh, you know, what, what's the, what's the, the vision for, for the agency, like in 10 years from now or five years from now, what does it look like to, in a perfect world? What does it look like to you? No, I mean, I like to see maybe, you know, four or five agents, you know, and, you know, and then four or five CSRs, a well-run, agency that we can be all be proud of and we'd be proud of you know like it's um, you know we did we're working well together it's a smooth um, engine so to say uh have everything in order you know with the you know there's somebody comes in here they say hey we're great we're glad we're with brink insurance group and uh, we are taken care of we are you know they're 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 very you know they take care of my business they take care of you know the customer service and we never you know it's gonna be issues in insurance but we have you know if it's issues they take care of us i mean i want us to be known that you know this is a to-go agency so to say and but they take care of us like our own family nice how about you nicholas because you're gonna be i'm assuming I'm, you're yeah, gonna be taking I, over I, a lot of the i uh you know i how do you see it what's the vision I, yeah what a perfect i um I, I'm the same way, you know, want, want five agents. I mean, if shoot, if I could do more, I would do more, but that requires support staff. So, you know, say, say you have 15 employees, right. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, 
there'd be a couple things we'd have to do because we would totally be outgrowing our current space. Um, so, you know, it might have to be, you know, you have to buy a building, you know, and then after you buy the building, you've got to make it conducive to have an insurance agency. And then once you have the space, then you start bringing in bodies to fill those spaces that fit the culture, fit the goals, um, and fit the, the wants and needs of, of, of the agency and the customers. Um, and, uh, and then it's just kind of a smooth sailing ship from there. Really. It's, it's, uh, you know, there are people that they look out there and they drive by these large buildings that might see, you know, X insurance group on there. And, and they're just like, Oh, I'm going to give those guys a call. And that's kind of, you know, you want to be that building, right? You want to be the, 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 the building people drive by and see the Brink insurance logo on the side. They're like, I'm going to stop in there and see what those guys are about. And they come in, they see a good family community with a bunch of hardworking employees and they're trustworthy and they're going to, you know, service them well. So that's kind of, you know, my vision for it all is eventually I kind of want to have that, that larger agency feel, but still maintain the family values that we mm -hmm. currently have. Um, which, you know, that can be the more employees you add, the more of a challenge that can become, but then it's going to be, you know, up to myself or even up to my dad, depending on how involved he wants to be at that point in his life to kind of become that coach. You know what I mean? Kind of become that person who gets to keep things in line and explain to people, this is what we do. These are our, you know, these are our goals. This is, this is what we expect. Um, and we're here to be a, a resource for you as a salesperson or as a support person that way you know, we can grow and it could even get to the point where if you get a good group of people that there's a way to buy into a partnership, you know, it can become one of those things where you can kind of become a, you know, in plain terms, a shareholder, I guess. But uh, that's kind of where, what I want to do with it. I mean, I just, I just turned 30. So I got plenty of, plenty of time left in my career to do something like that, but it's, you know, it'll, it'll take hard work and it's going to start with one person that then turns to two people, three people, four people. And I feel like once that happens, it potentially could take off in a direction that uh, uh, ultimately leaves Sprink Insurance Group as a very successful and well-known business, more so than we are now, um, not only just in Springfield, but the surrounding areas and maybe even uh, across the state. I mean, it could it could be one of those things where if we have someone who's like, hey, I got family up in St. Louis and I got to move up there. It's like, okay, let's let's figure out a way to start a branch up there sort of thing. You know, it, it, it could be something like that. But uh, my vision is is definitely a, a big, well-oiled machine that everyone can be a part of and uh, including, you know, the customers. Um, you know, that's one thing that we do have going for us now is, you know, customer service is great. People refer a lot and we have people stop in and just want to talk and grab a cup of coffee and that's perfectly fine. Um, so that's kind of my well-rounded vision as far as, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20, five years from now, however long it takes. But that's, that's my end goal. Love it. Para, what do you think? Oh yeah. Hey, I, I like to sit in the lake and retire. No, <laughs> no I mean, it, it's, it's great. It's, it's kind of like, you know, we always want to do that. And, always want to grow. And, uh, you know, when, after Nicholas came in, you know, we had more now for the family, for the future and, you know, want to look at a future and, you know, I, I've been in this game so long and, and it takes a lot of hard work to get that way too. I mean, you don't do it overnight. I have people ask me, say, Hey, is insurance easy? I said, if insurance is easy, wouldn't everybody do it? You know, so right. I mean, well, a lot of people do it now and they don't do it for very long. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I mean, you, you know, you talked about that earlier too, when we talked, I mean, you see a lot of, you know, athletes getting into because they're the little competitive spirit in us, you know, 
and uh, sales, you know, man. You know, I, you know I, it's hard work. Everything is hard work, you know. Right. And because uh, you know, I truly believe if you work hard, you know, you've been blessed. I mean, it's it's gonna or you're lucky because the hard work is gonna create something else in the future. Right. And and right. I mean, through athletics, I had to work hard every day and you know, four or five hours in the pool. And the same thing here. It's eight to 10 hours sometimes in the office and but it's pay us face off at the end. And uh, every, nothing is built overnight. So, I mean, like Nicholas is saying, you know, over the next five years, you know, we would like to double and maybe triple the agency and we can start an agency in any place we want to. But again, it's just work and, you know, planning and, and uh, training and, um, you know, finding the right person. That's the hardest thing. I mean, you probably hear that in all your podcasts that, Finding the hard, finding the right persons or right employees is hard right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely different than it was three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's different, you know, and I think that's the big thing to understand. It's it's just different, you know. Yeah. So, um, so real quick, so uh, what's what's the next play, right? So I love we got the big vision where we want to go. And what, what's the next play right now? And I'll start with you, Pear, and then we'll go to Nicholas. But uh, what's the one thing that's in front of you right now that you can do to, to begin to find the right person? To get the, or, or for you, it could be to get the roles and responsibility and, and expectations in place. It could be, you know, what do you feel right now to get to where we want to be in 10, 15 years? And I love the vision that was put in place. What's the best next play for you? The next play is just getting out there and telling people what we're looking for and sell ourselves to possible, you know, uh, agents or CSR that want to come and work for us. I mean, we need to start that process again right away uh, to, you know, really focus on getting somebody in here for interviews. That's, you know, no, it's a numbers game with the same thing. When you hire somebody, you know, you, you put out in the advertising somewhere and then maybe you get 10 and you might get five coming in and one you like. So, I mean, that's the next thing we have to do. We need to put ourselves out there again after not doing that for, you know, a few years more, you know, and say, Hey, Brink Insurance is looking for employees and we want to grow. So, you know, join join the ride so to say and uh, we will take care of you you know yeah uh, but i think that that's the next next thing we really need to do and then put everything in order how do we do the training how do we do you know oh of course we have to have the salary structures and the commissions all set up too before we all this too but you know and then you know fine-tune everything a little more and then you know see what it leads us so that uh, we, we need we sure needs to go out there and Put more put our name more out there hey we're looking for for people okay how about you nicholas i think uh i'm in agreement with all that i just i think prior to that too you kind of almost have to as an agency you have to define what candidate you're looking for you know like as you know for example uh you know nfl draft just happened right those teams are out there interviewing a bunch of people but they've got they've got people that they are specifically looking for that might fit some criteria um, and I think with us, it's like, yeah, you'd be the best salesperson in the world, but you know, you also got to fit in with the culture. You got to mm-hmm. fit in with the way our agency is organized. You got to fit in with our vision down the line, um, and be willing to help out and also help us grow. Um, cause mm-hmm. that's another thing that you can lean on your employees for is like, 
shoot, if you know someone that wants to get involved the, in the industry, you let us know. If uh, if you have ideas that you can bring to the table, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. So I think a big part of getting to the point of hiring is you also have to define exactly what you're looking for and kind of that mold of your customer service representative, your salesperson. Um, and then after that, you know, you can you can develop your expectations and everything in place prior to going out and looking for that person. Um, but that's that's definitely something that's going to be important as far as a family small owned agency now is just building up what that model person you're looking for is. That way, when you do interview people and you do meet people, you can kind of start you know figuring out okay they fit here they fit here they fit there. Um, and then obviously there's some wiggle room. I mean you know there's not going to be a hundred percent perfect candidate, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there, there never is going to be, but how many of those things can you check off of your list of this is what we're looking for? And then what can we work on? What can we not work on? I mean, it's, uh, it's also one of those things where you always get people preaching at you as far as like those personality tests, you'll have every person in your and taking these personality tests and, and see how they're going to fit in with the agency. So it might even be something where the four of us need to sit down, take these tests, see how we operate and then figure out how someone else can fold into that. Cause everyone's a little bit different. I mean, uh, it's it, that that's going to kind of be the process that gets us towards that next step of eventually getting someone in the building is figuring out 100% what we're looking for and what we're willing to deviate from and even help people improve on. And then let Pear go out and get the word out. Exactly. There you go. I like <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, listen, I, I really appreciate having having both of you on. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure. Is there anything? It, 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 okay, real quick. If 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 someone wants to connect with you, if they're interested in insurance, they're interested in potentially working with you, how can they find you? What's the best way to find you? Oh, you can either email me or or Nicholas at this is P and then Brink B R I N C K at BrinkInsurance.com or it's uh, N Brink at BrinkInsurance.com or we are on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn everything you know so uh, they can contact us there or stop in the office in springfield missouri <laughs> right and if you want to go to the website there's everyone's contact is there too and it's just brinkinsurance.com yeah, brinkinsurance.com yeah. awesome well cool it was uh it was an absolute pleasure having both of you on and um is there anything that i didn't ask that i should have or is there anything else that you'd like to share no i mean I think that's it. I mean, we appreciate being on the show here. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I got the email from I think Dean a couple weeks. It was actually my junk folder, and I was like, I "Wonder what this is." So I went and looked up the Next Play podcast. I was like, "Oh, I've heard of that before, actually," because I recognize the name. I emailed him back, said, "Yeah, you know," and he calls me within a couple couple minutes, you know, and we had a nice conversation. So yeah, pleasure. Thanks for having us on, and thanks for asking us to come on. Yeah, uh, we, absolutely. We cool. We're always looking for for good agency owners and people that are are doing it and, and also trying to get to the next level. And so I think that you all fit, fit them all well. So thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Next Play Podcast. If you liked the show, make sure to leave us a review. For more resources, visit relentlessuniversity.com or download the free Relentless University app. And if you're interested in having me speak at your next event, visit relentlessrichie.com. Until next time.